Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! You know, for those of us out there, and for those of you out there, not me, for those of you out there who are, you know, flabbergasted that this occurred and think this is a tremendous affront to mankind, it's time to get over it. Okay, we have been doing uh, business this country. You and I, when we put gas in our cars, Tariko told us yesterday, and we have been working with China, with the NBA. We have been working with horrific countries with the Olympics, Sochi and Beijing on a couple of occasions. NBC, they own a soccer team in Europe. The Saudis do. Uh, the uh, they have relationships with every uh, uh, part of the uh, of golf, whether it's the women's tour, the champions tour, and of course the PJ tour. Now, uh, you know uh, all the companies who work in Saudi Arabia. We can go through a list of them if you wish. Biden, the president's doing fist bumps. We've had a long. We need their oil. Bottom line, we need their oil. So uh, the idea now that we are going to act aghast that this occurred and we're going to scream and yell uh, at uh, well we, we obviously a lot of us for a year screamed and yelled screamed and yelled at the players for taking the money and jumping ship which to me was absurd and then uh, you know we are going to scream and yell now this one is deserved on Monaghan that fraud we understand that uh, but in essence it seems like for the health of the tour and the long standing uh, success of the PJ Tour this is a deal they had to make um that's the scenario that I got from watching last night a lot of it on the Golf Channel, reading everything I could read about it in the last two days, talking to you guys about it, Tariko about it yesterday. I mean, this is a deal. You are not going to be out. You're not going to be able to outspend the Saudis. That's all there is to it. You got lawsuits left and right for the health of the PGA Tour and its long-standing success and commitment. This move had to be made. Now they should have realized this a year ago. And, and, and saved ourselves a lot of aggravation and angst. And that would have obviously also saved the hypocrisy of the commissioner. Uh, because as I've told you from day one, every new league normally in, in, in sports that spawns normally ends up with a merger. And if you think I'm wrong, go look at Lamar Hunt in the AFL, go look at the old ABA, and go look at the OWHA in hockey. Those are three right off the bat. USFO, no. We grant you that one. But for the most part, when you have a new league, they merge. And the PJ Tour is not big enough, strong enough, or uh, has enough good players where they can withstand losing the great players they lost to another tour and be outspent left and right. They have a bottomless pit, that Saudi group. The PJ Tour does not. And money talks. And money is talk forever. Money has, I mean, and you're not going to change that. You're not going to change the way of the world. Money talks in all phases. And in this case, the PGA Tour decided, you know what? For the, from a financial standpoint, we can't compete with these guys. We have to join arms. And again, it might make you sick. It might make you crazy. It might, but I'll tell you one thing: when Kepka and Cameron Smith and Mickelson and Garcia and Westwood and Pereira and Niminen and Reed and DeChambeau and Varner, when they're all back playing on the PJ Tour, you are not gonna not watch because somehow, some way, Dustin Johnson's playing in the Hartford Classic. You'll put the TV on if you're a golf fan. So the idea that somehow, some way, this is an incredible, how could they do this? This is a disgrace. How could they make a deal with There have been deals made with the Saudis in all walks of life for a long period of time. 
and nobody has said a word, including a few months ago when Biden was over there with fist bumps, fist bumps with princes in Saudi Arabia. Okay, so and every time you put a drop of gas in your car, that money is going to the Saudis. So uh, unless you basically, you know, are on a camel or ride a bicycle every day and don't use gasoline and touch nothing that is Saudi Arabian driven, you don't have much to say. You don't got a leg to stand on. I understand the 9-11 family is different. I mean, that's a horrific. And I understand uh, most of the terrorists were, were from Saudi Arabia. I understand that. And if they want to scream and yell and they want to scream about hypocrisy and they want to talk about Monaghan being a shill, and obviously Monaghan set himself up with that interview that he did last year in Canada with Nance, which we've all seen in the last couple of days, they have a right. They have a right. Uh, you know, uh, somebody who lost a, a, a relative, husband, a child, a mother, an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, a friend, whomever, uh, you know, 2,900 people died. So, uh, uh, you know, you have to give them a break. I'm not, we're not uh, going to leave them out of it. That's a separate category. But overall, if you are not one of if you're not one of the folks who lost somebody close to you in that scenario and you're screaming and yelling because you, you are just aghast that we can make a business deal or a sporting entity in America can make a business deal with the Saudis. Wake up. OK, we made business deals with China forever. The NBA made business deals with China. You ever watch an Olympic game in, a, in an Eastern European country or, or in China or in Russia? I'm sure you have. I am sure you have. Watch the second of it. And, and just put the TV set on and help the NBC ratings, which gathers them money, who broadcast in Sochi or broadcast in Beijing. And China and the Soviet Union, how are they in human rights, if that's what you're going to scream about today? So uh, let's get with it. Let's understand where we stand and let's figure out a way here uh, to basically live with this because this is what you're going to have to do. And we're all sports fans and sports in our life and our little family here. That comes first. We always try to keep politics out of it. We keep gender out of it. We talk about sports. And, you know, we, we don't worry about, you know, what side of the aisle you sit because that gets you nowhere. We're a show for everybody. And it's time for you who sit there and say, I can't get over it. And that includes Brent, uh, Chambly and Lerner. Get over it. Okay, get over it. Your commissioner made a deal because he had to make a deal. And that board made a deal because for the long-term health of the PJ Tour, they felt it was important to make that deal. And you know what? They're not wrong. How they went about it, what they did the last 14 months, screaming about morality, well, that is wrong. But as far as making the deal for the immediate future, they did the right thing. That's number one. Number two, you know, listen, McElroy, who is the poster boy of, you know, the PJ Tour and the anti-live guy, he is the poster boy. We heard from him today and he had, you know, some interesting things to say. Uh, he was good today, but he wasn't, you know, uh, nasty or bitter towards the PJ Tour or Monaghan. We want to play a little bit. He spoke after his pro-am this morning at 7. He was informed yesterday at 6.30 a.m., two hours before the whole world knew about the deal that was made. So he had a two-hour heads up, not a two-week heads up. So when he got to Canada on Sunday night, he did not go for any secretive meetings. He found out yesterday morning at 6.30, and today... He spoke to the media. Here's a little excerpt. Let's listen. Again, whether you like it or not, the PIF and the Saudis want to spend money in the game of golf. It is, they, they want to do this, and they weren't going to stop. So 
how can we, you know, the thing for me, and this is one thing that I've always thought about, how can we get that money into the game, but use it the right way? And I think that's what this ultimately will do, hopefully. I mean, that's, that's my hope. Yeah, one in the front right over here. Just over here. Um, you've said a couple of times now, maybe two or three times, if, if I remove myself from it and kind of trying to kind of forecast a bit further down the line, but is that uh, a hint that there are bits of you that are still uncomfortable with, you know, you, you're a football watcher, you've seen the reaction to Newcastle United's takeover over the last year and the Saudi kind of moves in soccer and other sports. Yeah. Is there a bit of you that's still uncomfortable with just how cozy Saudi Arabian money Saudi Arabia and said their money is now in golf. Like a lot of people would see that it controls a hell of a lot of golf. I've come to terms with it. Um, I see what's happened in other sports. I see what's happened in other businesses. And honestly, I've just resigned myself to the fact that this is, you know, this is what's going to happen. Like this is, it's, it's very hard to keep up with people that have more money than anyone else. <laughs> and again, if they want to put that money into the game of golf, then why don't we partner with them and make sure that it's done in the right way? Nope. And that's sort of where my head's at. There you go. So, I mean, if it's okay for McElroy, who looks silly here because he's sat there forever killing a live scenario, it should be good for you and me. Now, the one thing he did say today, he, didn't, he hates live golf. What he means by that. You know, he doesn't like the format, the 54 holes. He doesn't like the shotgun starts. He doesn't like the, uh, the no cuts. I mean, you know, I don't even know if he likes the team competition. That's what I think he meant by live golf. But it, this is not about live golf, per se, and, the, and their formula uh, to stage an event. This is about the money that Saudi Arabia has. It has nothing to do with live golf. Now, the other thing that he did say that is a little awkward and i'm not too sure we don't have to cut on it is that he wants retro he would like to see retribution paid we do have it let's listen this is an interesting court and then i'll comment here we go there still has to be consequences to actions you know the people that left the pga tour irreparably harmed this tour started litigation against it like we can't just welcome them back in like that's not going to happen and i think that was the one thing that jay was trying to get across yesterday is like guys we're not just going to bring these guys back in and pretend like nothing's happened like that is not going to happen so i do have confidence in him i think you you ask the people around him that deal with him in a business sense whether it's the directors of the board of the pga tour or the title sponsors that he deals with i mean he you know he seems to be a very impressive individ individual when it comes to when it comes to business well, that's uh, him talking, Rory, about Monaghan. He still feels good about him, necessarily. I don't, first off, I don't know, what, what, what do you want uh, Dustin Johnson to do? Cut a check to the PJ Tour? Uh, you know, and I'm sure he got the money in installments anyway. He didn't get the whole $100 million or Mickelson, a whole $200 million or Cameron Smith. That, that's the way it goes. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, they took a chance. They left the tour. And then your tour made a deal with the group that they left for. So I don't know how in the world you expect anybody on a PJ tour expect the hallowed of honors of the world. You know what? I'm glad to be back. And just to show you how happy I am, here's 40 million. I'm going to write you a check. I, I'd be shocked if that happens. Now, you want to sit there and you want to give some money or retribution to the folks who didn't go, who were offered a fortune, like as 
as Freddie Couples told us yesterday, he's out of tourists. That's a different story. But I don't know how in the world you can sit there and ask Dustin Johnson to cut a check to the PJ Tour so he can go play on the PJ Tour again. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's, he didn't tell the PJ Tour and Jay Monahan to make a deal with the Saudis. Monahan did, and his board did. Johnson didn't tell him that. And the idea that they did irreparable harm, well, how did they do irreparable harm? Uh, McElroy, in the same comment in this t- in his press conference today, said, "I think at the end of the day, this is going to be good for golf." Well, then how they how they do irreparable harm if at the end of the day he thinks it's good for golf? I don't understand. You can't tell me this merger is good for golf at the end of the day, but the players who left did irreparable harm. It doesn't that doesn't make any sense. How do you do ir- irreparable? Means long term, forever. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean a month. It means forever. And if in fact this deal is good for golf, which McElroy seemed to indicate that he hopes it might be. Well, then how is it irreparable harm? I don't understand. But the idea that you are going to sit there and have anybody write a check. Now, again, I, they probably didn't get it all at once. It's probably on a year-to-year basis. You want to tell me that if they join the PGA Tour uh, next year, rejoin the PGA Tour, and then the money that they were due to make for the Live Tour is thrown back to the PGA Tour, I guess I can live with that. Let's say Johnson was going to get $25 million a year, and he signed a four-year contract. All right, he played two years on the Live Tour. That means he's got $50 million coming to him. And if he joins the PGA Tour again, maybe you have the Live folks somehow, some way, put $50 million into purses on the PGA Tour. Maybe you can do that, but to have Dustin Johnson with his with, with the Gretzky family hovering over him at the kitchen table. Here, let me write a check to the PJ Tour in Bonavidra. Give me a stamp. Can you get me a stamp and a return and a return envelope? Let me write a check, little note. Here, uh, Jay and the board, thank you for your support. Here's fifty million. Use it as you wish. That's not happening. These guys took a chance to go to the uh, to the live. They took that chance, Varner. All those guys, Garcia, you know the names. They took the Niminen, all of them. They took Poulter. They took a chance by making this decision. And as it turns out, they were proved correct. Their tour is bigger than the PGA Tour. And they were going to survive longer than the PGA Tour was going to survive. And the PGA Tour went to the table to make a deal. How is that their fault? I don't understand. How is that their fault? They took a chance, and it turned out to be right. And don't give me the morality thing. That I'm not going with. Don't give me, well, you know what, they took blood money. No, they didn't. Harold Vaughner did not take blood money. Harold Vaughner took $100 million, or whatever they came, $50 million, whatever it was. He took $50 million to go play golf on a live tour because they offered it to him. And you know what? He has every right. Every right. If the NBA can work in China and the NBC can cover games with Putin in attendance in Sochi and wave the flags all over the place and go to Beijing and Saudi Arabia can work with all the other golf tours and buy a a soccer team and we can go buy gas and Biden can go sit there and do fist bumps when he's making deals to make sure the oil barrels keep on coming at a reasonable price. Well, then how Varner can sit there and take the 50 million to go play golf in Saudi Arabia or for that tour. That's all there is to it. Be consistent. Be consistent. But overall, McElroy is usually the leader of the brigade. And McElroy said what he said. Now, if the guy who's 125th on the tour, as Freddie told us yesterday, couples, if he's upset now, 
because he's sitting there and he thinks his, uh, he'll, he'll lose his PJ Tour card because they're bringing all these guys back on the tour. And as a result, that's going to lose his tour card. If that does happen, tough. Get better. Get better. If the 125th guy in a tour is annoyed, well, hold on now. I just got my tour card, tour card, and now these guys are coming back. Well, I'm going to lose my tour card. That's the way it goes, folks. Get better. Get better. I don't feel sorry for you. If they're allowed to play again in the PGA Tour and, you're, and they're better than you, that's the way it goes. Get better. And then you can keep your tour card. I'm not going to feel sorry for them. This is professional sports. All in all, good for golf. And for those who are part of the morality police, get off your soapbox. Get off your soapbox. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.